Good morning and welcome to the historic Lindsley Avenue Church of Christ message. Thank you for taking time to be with us. And as you might be able to see, I am joining you from the Sunshine State. My family has traveled to Florida and so we're grateful for the opportunity uh, to vacation and to enjoy each other and uh, but also looking forward to coming back home. I want to begin by wishing all of our dads happy Father's Day and uh, know how important this day is for families to be together and how potentially sad these days can be for folks who are missing fathers and grandfathers. I remember as a kid trying to find that gift for dad and uh, I'd go to the store in the in our little town and I would look for things and probably most of the time got him things that he really didn't need a new tie or I remember buying a, a hammer or some tool that he probably already had but just so wanting to honor him and to love him so I hope today brings our father's love and honor and um, and and also I hope uh, many good memories flood our minds of uh, those who have passed on before us. I want to start by telling you a little story about a boy named Paul. And Paul was just three years old when his father, a well-respected policeman, went hunting in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1921. And sadly, during that hunting expedition, four armed men attempted to rob Paul's father. His daddy was shot and suffered and died just two days later. The four armed men were later identified by a surviving detective and arrested a day after Paul's father passed away. Incredibly, a mob of people surrounded the courthouse and jail of about 1500 and they had to sneak those four men out to save their lives. They were later convicted and given life sentences. Paul lost his father when he was just three years old. Living life without a father. It's hard for me to imagine that reality because I was blessed with my father for most of my childhood and most of my adult life for some 40 years and blessed to have his encouragement, his example, his love in my life. Fathers are so integral 
to our identity as men and women. Fatherhood has been a blessing for me. I remember during Stacy's pregnancy, I was pretty calm and cool and collected for those appointments that we went to. And But then it came the day, the day that I was going to become a father. And I, I rushed around, I had Stacy, I got her to the hospital, and there we were, and, and then we get up to the, the window to check in. And the lady said, it's your first one, isn't it? And she wasn't looking at Stacy. She was looking at me. Because at that moment, all of those emotions were coming together anxiety, excitement, fear, love. But fatherhood has been a very big blessing to me. The importance of the home is seen throughout Scripture. We know that when God saw man in the garden, he said it was not good for man to be alone. And he joined man and woman. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. It's central to the Ten Commandments. Right in the middle of the Ten Commandments is honor thy father and thy mother. And Paul in Ephesians chapter 6, 1 through 3 and 4, says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And then Paul says, Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That God's word specifically addresses fathers. Provoke not your children. Don't bring them to anger, but bring them up nurture and admonition of the Lord. Sometimes when we think about the roles that fathers and mothers play, maybe we think of the mother as the one who supplies that nurturing. But it also says in Ephesians chapter 6, for fathers bring them up in the nurture and admonition and the teaching and the discipline of the Lord, that fathers are responsible as well as mothers. As I reflect on my own fatherhood, seven years in the making now, several things that I've learned. Number one, 
I need God more than ever. I need to trust Him more than ever. I remember the overwhelming feeling I got when we took Riverbell home from the hospital. I've driven a lot of people in my life. In fact, I used to chauffeur. I've driven statesmen, musicians. But when my daughter, newly born, was in my car, I was conscious of every move that I was doing in the car. Looking in my rear view, I was just acutely aware of the overwhelming responsibility that I now had to care for this soul, to care for this child while driving that car. And that's certainly true, not only of when I drive my daughter, but of this life with her and directing her and guiding her and teaching her. It's overwhelming. And in those moments that are so overwhelming, I know I need God. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, it says. And lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. And as my heart has expanded in fatherhood, there's more of my heart that has to trust God. Children are truly a blessing. The psalmist in Psalms 127.3 says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. Children are a joy, are a reward, a blessing. But with this beautiful blessing comes grave responsibility. I'm reminded of the idea of stewardship that Jesus gives us in the parable of the talents. God expects us to do something for him with the blessings, that these blessings are not only a blessing unto themselves, but they're also a responsibility. That I'm now responsible to whom much is given, much is required. I have the responsibility to provide for my child physically. It says to those who don't provide for their children in 1 Timothy 5 8 are worse than infidels. But not only am I to be a provider of physical sustenance, I'm also to provide spiritually. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word which proceeds out of the mouth of God. And I'm to bring my child up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Train up a child in the way in which they shall go, and they will not depart from it. He who spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Also showing discipline to my child is showing 
love. He who chastens his son loves his son or daughter. And teaching. Deuteronomy gives this picture in Deuteronomy 6 that parents are to teach in every moment of life. When they rise up, when they sit. It's a grave responsibility. And in that, I need God more than ever. My dependence on him more than ever. I've also learned that number two, time is precious. Time waits for no one. Yesterday, in fact, um, it was time for the sun to set and I was trying to encourage everybody to get out the door to get to the beach to, to watch the sunset. And I reminded everybody, the sun doesn't wait on anyone. And neither does time, does it? And the incredible thing that you notice as a parent is how fast it all goes. We need to understand just how precious the time that we have is, especially with those that we love, that our lives are but a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanishes away. Or as Peter said, all flesh is as grass and all glory of man is the flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flower falls away. And what I've learned is that no time with my child is wasted. That I can feel good about any time that I spend with my daughter because just how precious this time is with her. Another thing that I've learned in becoming a father which I hope my dad hears as I say this. I said, number three, my dad was right. The great blessing that we have growing up and as children and as young people are our parents because they're a resource of wisdom, of love for us. And in so many instances, I look back of when I shunned my father's counsel, but now look and realize just how wise and right he was. Proverbs says, a wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is a grief of his mother. Or a fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives reproof is prudent. My father was right. Another thing I've learned is number four. I love my wife more than ever. To see that transformation of a wife to a mother is truly a wonderful thing. Proverbs says, an excellent wife is the crown of her husband, 
and I value so much the love and counsel of my wife and the support and that anything that I am I owe to, to God but also to a supportive loving wife a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies I love my wife more than ever getting to see her be the mother that she is also realize number five what a great heavenly father we have a beautiful thing it is it says be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect and when we think about the our Lord when we think about God we think about his goodness his love Ephesians 5 1 therefore be followers of God as dear children behold first John says 3 1 what manner of love it is to be called a child of God we have a wonderful heavenly father Another thing that I've realized in my fatherhood is that I can be better. So many times we compare ourselves to people. And we say, well, I'm, I'm a little better than them. And somehow that makes us feel better, but what I found in fatherhood is that I can be better than who I was yesterday. And that's what God asks us to do, is to be people who grow. In fact, 2 Peter 1 says, but also for this very re reason, give all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control to self-control perseverance to perseverance godliness to godliness brotherly kindness to brotherly kindness love for all of these things if they're yours and abound you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ for he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he has been purged from his old sins. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. And what Peter tells us is that we can add to our knowledge and to our faith and to our virtue and that we can grow and make our calling and election sure. That little boy, Paul Arant, grew up and became the radio personality, Paul Harvey. And many of you may remember Paul Harvey and his wonderful 
thought-provoking radio bits that was on the radio. And one of those was what fathers are made of. What fathers are made of. A father is a thing that is forced to endure childbirth without an anesthetic. A father is a thing that growls when it feels good and laughs very loud when it's scared half to death. A father never feels entirely worthy of the worship of his child's eyes. He never quite the hero his daughter thinks, never quite the man his son believes him to be, and this worries him sometimes. So he works too hard to try and to smooth the rough places in the road for those of his own who will follow him. A father is a thing that gets very angry when the first school grades aren't as good as he thinks they should be. He scolds his son though he knows it's the teacher's fault. Fathers are what give daughters away to other men who aren't nearly good enough so that they can have grandchildren who are smarter than anybody's. Fathers make bets with insurance companies about who will live the longest. Though they know the odds, they keep right on betting. And one day, they lose. I don't know where fathers go when they die, but I have an idea that after a good rest, wherever it is, he won't be happy unless there's work to do. And he won't just sit around on a cloud and wait for the girl he's loved and the children she's born. He'll be busy there too, repairing the stairs, oiling the gates, improving the streets, and smoothing the way. I hope today is a beautiful Father's Day for you of reflection, of love, of honoring your father, whether it be in person, whether it be in a phone call, whether it be in memory, but also remember your heavenly father who loves you dearly. May the Lord bless you today in the memory of your father and the love of your father and in the love of our heavenly father. God bless you in your worship to him today. Thank you for joining us on this Father's Day. God bless.